welcome. I'm Victoria Schneps, publisher of Schneps Media in Dan's Papers in the Hamptons, in New York, in Palm Beach. And today as a power woman, and this is a power woman podcast with Carol Caliccio. Carol is an abstract expressionist artist. And I'm so thrilled to have met her in the Hamptons and having her on our front cover of Dan's Papers, and she'll talk about that. But I am so happy, Carol, to talk with you today about you being an artist and successful at selling the pieces. Welcome. Thank you so much, Vicki, for having me on your podcast. It's such a pleasure. And I appreciate all that you've done for me. You have opened so many doors and, and it's an absolute pleasure. Well, Carol, you know, I want to talk a little bit about uh, how did you choose art as a career? Was there something in your childhood, someone who influenced you to choose this path? Absolutely. I come from a family of artists. My mother was a fashion designer. She went to Parsons School of Design on a full scholarship in the 1950s. She, you know, always had a sewing machine in our living room and she was sewing our clothing and bringing us, We I grew up in suburban Connecticut and uh, quite frequently we would go to the museums, the Met, the Guggenheim. She immersed us in art. And as a double bonus, my father was a poet and he wrote a rock opera in the seventies. So he was a, sort of a flower child himself. He was a hippie, but he was also a trial lawyer and he was on court TV. He had long what a hair. combination. I know. They were the dynamic duo. And they were socialites. And he was always in the paper for having this long hair, sort of a radical, protesting the war. Uh, he would have us, you know, with signs outside as a little kid. But they were very elegant and fun. And he would bring us in to see hair like front row in the theater. He took acting lessons from Lee Strasberg and he would invite us to meet Yul Brenner, you know, backstage for the King and I. And, you know, my dad was just such a big personality and he would instill in me and my three siblings, you know, you are a superstar. You can do anything that you set your mind to. And he had posters and uh, paintings around the house that would say things like bloom where you are planted. And, you know, he always, they just nourished our gifts and we all have gifts, everybody. So that's very important. Well, I think that's probably one of the best things that uh, you can be saying today. I am a big believer that the self-esteem you get as a child stays with you forever. And it sounds like they instilled that in you. Yes. And my grandmother, who babysat us quite often since my parents were kind of party animals, they were always going to, you know, the opera and uh, the playhouse. Uh, they love theater. So my grandmother was really into crafts and she would say, oh, why don't we make grapevine wreaths? And I had this little Dremel kit where I would make folk art animals and, and we would make these beautiful wreaths around the holidays with white lights and big red bows. And she was so entrepreneurial. I would sell them to the local restaurants. And soon I started a business in high school and I was actually quite successful. And my mom would say to me, you know, 
a little hard work never killed anybody. So, so I was, um, I was blessed to have parents that instilled a very strong work ethic at a young age. Mm. You know, I think it's interesting that you say that because I would never think, but that you're an entrepreneur as well as an artist. So when did you turn to making art your full-time career? Because I think it is your full-time career now, right? Absolutely. Well, you know, I was taking a lot of art lessons my whole life. I've been an artist. I mean, ever since I was six, I my mom was framing my artwork and like I'd come home from school with like a, a poster, a, a painting of a clown and she would go right to the framer with it. And she'd say, young lady, you have a gift. You know, you are going to be an artist. And I'd say, oh, mom, I'm going to be a nurse or I'm going to be whatever. So, um, you know, I have taken every kind of art lesson under the stars. I took I had a dark room. I was a photographer. I was a sculptress. You know, you name it. I went to school for interior design at the New York School of Interior Design. And then I had my children and I was living in Pennsylvania. I was on the uh, the board at the museum, the Erie Art Museum. I, I, I took it seriously, but I never took it to the next level. Uh, my daughter has a severe heart condition. So I, I stayed with her most of the time. And I also, uh, I have a love for animals and I put animals on TV um, for many years that were on death row. And anyhow, I don't mean to go off topic, but I recently- but this is a life. This is a life. It's not off topic. It's about you, Carol. And I think it's important for people to hear that you may have uh, an artist as your career, but you have a life. Yes, yes. And I, I threw a lot of big events benefiting these homeless animals. And I was known as an event planner and I loved it. I loved to throw parties. And mm -hmm. um, so, and I was quite good at it. Like people talk about my parties for probably decades. I did an Austin Powers pool party, but all these parties weren't just frivolous parties. They were to benefit a cause and right. it was to have a platform to help homeless animals. And I also love the wild Mustangs. So basically I, I knew that my marriage was sort of uh, going south and I needed to make a living. So I was taking lessons under master artists. I always chose my, even my mother had us painting under Chuck Sovak, who was a master artist. And every Saturday I took painting lessons with Chuck. I think yeah. my mom had a crush on him, but don't tell my dad. They're both deceased. And <laughs> I'm here at the mouth of the river in Rowayton, Connecticut, the most picturesque. It's called Picnic Park. And we would paint the sailboats. And Chuck was all about the light. And he taught us the most important principles of being an abstract expressionist, Charles Sovak. And my mom, therefore, would have my father buy a lot of his paintings and so then I had another master painter who taught me and another one. And, and then I realized, you know, I am going to have to go off on my own and I'm going to become a painter. So I asked one of the painters, I said, how much can I get for one of my paintings? And the person said, about 200 bucks. And I said, no, no, that's terrible. How am I going <laughs> to survive? So I realized you can't listen to the naysayers. And two months later, I sold one of my paintings for $4,000. Bravo. Applause, people. <laughs> applause. Applause. You weren't being intimidated by anybody. I love it. 
No, no. The more people say no to me, the more that fuels my desire to follow my passion. And that's what I want to say to the viewers today or the listeners is to listen to your your passion and to your gut instinct. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise, because I knew I had a vision that this was my calling. And you can't tell you can't let people hold you back. So was painting something that you got drawn to? Because obviously you said you did sculpture and you did work with pottery. What brought you to uh, actual painting? Was it the teachers? Uh, no, it was just something that came very easy to me. If you put a paintbrush in my hand, I could paint anything. Like, you know, just say, you know, I want you to paint um, a giraffe and I want you to do this and do that. I could paint all day and I could paint a whole building. It's not going to intimidate me. The bigger the job, the better. Somebody just asked me to paint a cityscape. And I said, yes, you can't say no to anything. Doors will open if you keep saying yes. I love that. I think that that's a beautiful thing to remember forever in any career that you're in. I, I think that, uh, you know, it's interesting when you have a job description for someone and when you ask them to do something else, it's very interesting to see people who have only yes in their vocabulary. And those that say that's not my job, right? Oh, yes. And, you know, being nice goes such a long way. And I am so blessed to have these wonderful collectors that have more than five of my paintings in their home. They keep coming back and they say that my paintings change the energy of their homes. I, ah. I actually have been using crystals embedded in my paintings. In fact, Tammy Fender, she's a holistic she has um, many spas throughout the United States and she loves my white series. And I use um, rose crystals and quart rose quartz and opals. And um, they do bring romance and uh, abundance. And she understands that. And so there's so many different faucets to my art, but um, I have different series and um yeah, please go to my website when you get a moment, carolcaliccioart.com. Join my newsletter. You know, come with but, me every week. So you really have a multiple levels of way you reach out to people. And I was wondering if you could share with us, you did over the course of our conversation, ideas on how other people can be successful. Uh, I just love the fact that you are multiple platforms with reaching out to the public. What do you think has been the turnkey of turning your success on so well these last years? Honestly, you have been a pivotal moment in my career when you put me on the cover of Dan's papers in the middle of the summer in the Hamptons. Uh, yesterday, I had a an appointment at um, a commercial office and a girl behind the desk said, oh my goodness, are you Carol Caliccio? Are you the artist who was on the cover of Dan's papers um, in July? And I said, yes. And she goes, I'm a Halsey and um, I love your art and I am so intrigued and happy to meet you. And I just have to thank you, Vicki, for doing that for me. You absolutely put me on the map and I'm forever grateful. Well, that's what we're about. You know, we're all about building people's businesses. In fact, we just recently launched uh, Dan's Papers Business. So we feature business people. And I think there is a business to art in terms of, you know, you're creative, but it sounds like you've also been able to make it a business. Oh, what yes. 
What has made that happen that you were able to turn your art into business as well as creating? You're also a very successful businesswoman. Thank you. Well, you know, I've started um, a couple different lines that I've broken off as um, just doing paintings. I just started a surfboard line and I'm going to be um, starting that next week, actually. And if you can go to my website again and sign up for my newsletter, you'll see or go to my Instagram, Carol Caliccio Art. They're giant florals on surfboards. They're usable. They're all limited editions. They're numbered. I also have a book out called Flower Power, written by Bruce Helander. He's a wonderful author as an artist. I have a candle line coming out with my daughter. I'm not really allowed to speak about it, but it's coming out in 2024. So um, I used to work for Ralph Lauren back in the late 80s. And when, when I was working for him, I feel like the man's an absolute genius. And he came into the store on Madison Avenue and 72nd every Saturday and spoke to us and said, you're representing me. You're my children. We had to wear his outfits head to toe. And I was just obsessed with Ralph Lauren and his vision. And I said, someday I want to have my own home collection. And I think that I am building my own brand you know, and it's happening. And and you're a big part of that. And I appreciate it. Well, I am so glad to be talking to Carol Caliccio, the abstract expressionist who is putting out a book, who has candle projects, who has a newsletter, who has really touching people with many different points. And I know I look forward to seeing you in Palm Beach and seeing your art one on one. And I wish you great luck. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much, Vicki. I really appreciate this. This is Victoria Schneps. Until next time, bye now.